I think Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com is standing by. His private jet just landed, coming back from the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. How you doing, Clayton? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I loved your photo when you guys were done writing your stories in the Rose Bowl press box that you had late Monday night, early Michigan time, Tuesday morning, when you had the, you know, goodbye uh, Rose Bowl photo and the Rose Bowl was empty and it just it what what a beautiful picture what an unbelievable day I think it's one of the best college football games take away the fact that we're a state of Michigan sports radio network it was Saban it was Harbaugh it's Michigan season where Harbaugh's been suspended twice you know it's all the allegations with Connor Stallions and here the Wolverines are the overall number one seed they take care of business they make plays they were not handed that game and now they're a win away from being national champions. Yeah, I mean it was a it was a surreal scene, and and yeah, I posted the photo when we were kind of done working there and about to head back to the hotel. And uh, you look out there, and there's you know confetti and rose petals, and the the goalposts were taken down, and you just think at, about you know what happened a couple hours earlier, how Michigan and Alabama for a spot in the national title game were in overtime. So it was. It was incredible. Uh, what an environment between the, the Michigan fans, the Alabama fans that were there. Overtime being played right down there in the north end by the all the Michigan fans, um, and then the, the celebration and everything. And really, the story that this Michigan team is coming off of making the playoffs the prior two seasons, but losing. And then you see JJ McCarthy kind of saunter out of the tunnel a couple hours after the game as well to kind of look at the same scene that we, I was just describing. Uh, because he was doing that after they they lost the last two years, watching the other teams celebrate, and this time everybody was watching him, and, uh, and they're headed to the national championship game. So, uh, what an incredible story! Fourteen and zero, most wins in Michigan history. Uh, after everything this team's been through, some of it self-inflicted, obviously, um, you know, from different people that, that were in the program. Uh, but for them to be in this spot is, is quite remarkable, and to beat Nick Saban, as you said, to do it. I think uh, I mean I think it just means a lot to uh, to Michigan fans out there who are extremely happy this week. I think. And Paul Feinbaum uh, had to do the public Jim Harbaugh out coach Saban. It's not an apology. It's as close as you're going to get from Feinbaum. Uh, but you know, and what was interesting in the back and forth in that game where Michigan. Uh, Alabama looked in control. Michigan looked in control. Alabama looked in control. Michigan looked in control. That Harbaugh and his staff after halftime, I'm like, they made no adjustments. It's a master class right now by Saban. They're owning them. And they found a way. I still go back to Milrose fumble at midfield. Alabama had that feel and look that they were going to go down the field. I'm sitting there at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids, and I'm saying if they go score a touchdown and go up 11, it's game over. Yeah, and there were, there were really a couple drives like that. Not, um, I agree with you on that one. And then there was the other drive where they were moving the football, and then they had two bad snaps from their center, who, by the way, was doing that all year. So I guess it wasn't uncharacteristic, but he is – He's terrible at snapping. I saw he entered the, the transfer portal late, but he got them. Uh, he was part of the reason why they were in that fourth and 31 against Auburn and needed the magic from Milrow to Isaiah Bond to win that game. Um, so, you know, both teams kind of made their mistakes. I thought that was a great play by Quentin Johnson to, to knock the ball loose. Um, and, look, I mean, Michigan made plenty of mistakes that I would I would call uncharacteristic. 
you know, J.J. McCarthy should have thrown a pick. I mean, it was it was darn near an interception on the first play, and you were kind of like, oh, my gosh, here we go again. Like, you almost couldn't believe it. Um, you know, the special teams mistakes, the muff punt that, that turns into a touchdown with Alabama converting, you know, and cashing in on that. Uh, you know, another muff punt that almost cost Michigan right at the end. And, uh, you know, could have been a safety or a Alabama touchdown. But, uh, you know, both teams kind of made their mistakes. It wasn't overly clean until the end when Michigan – uh, which had two first downs and 41 total yards in the first 25 minutes of the second half. And again, like you said, I thought Saban made some great adjustments. Uh, but they, you know, they couldn't move the ball at all until that final drive with 439 on the clock. J.J. McCarthy uh, picks up a fourth and two to Blake Corum. They get the uh, incredible catch by Roman Wilson. And then the, the play at the goal line for Wilson to score. Uh, Michigan... You know, did not play their best 60 minutes of football. I think that's pretty clear. And the fact that they still beat Alabama in a CFP game uh, is pretty remarkable. And and think of the plays they made down the stretch. So, I mean, you don't have to play your best 60 minutes if you can stay within striking distance and, and finish at the end. I think that's what Michigan did. Um, and really, that's kind of those are the moments we haven't seen Michigan in too much this season. We saw a little bit with late game stuff against Ohio State. Penn State wasn't really all that tight. Uh, so, you know, if there was one of the questions between the two teams. We knew Alabama was clutch. We knew they could make plays at the end. Michigan hadn't really done it this year because they haven't been tested as much, but they were able to do it in that moment. And credit to J.J. McCarthy and, and those guys for bouncing back from what was kind of an up-and-down game. His name is Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So now looking at Washington, Michigan, Uh, the minute that was final when Washington held on against Texas, almost gave that game away at the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. What do you like about the matchup for Michigan and what concerns you the most? Yeah, I mean, you watch the way Michigan's D-line kind of feasted in this game against Alabama, and I think it's going to be even tougher against a Washington offensive line that won the Joe Moore Award for the best group in the country. Michigan won that award the last two, so I think you know we all kind of understand the caliber there of, of O-line. Washington's has been fantastic. They've thrown 522 times this year and had only 11 sacks. You know, obviously a pass-happy attack, a great scheme with three NFL wide receivers. Romo Dunze uh, is, is a fantastic receiver. will probably go in the first round. Uh, and Michael Penix, that quarterback, who, who could have won the Heisman Trophy, you know, probably the best passer in the country. I'd say Jaden Daniels deserved it. But, I mean, Michael Penix, from a passing standpoint, I would say is the best right up there with, with Bo Nix. Um, so Michigan has a huge challenge there. Uh, at the same time, you, you got to feel good about Michigan's chances to, to move the football as well. Um, you know, Washington's been in a lot of close games. They kind of, you know, I don't want to say they feel like TCU because I do think this Washington team is a lot better. Um, But they were kind of that team that had to sneak through the the back half of the season there, win some close ones. But they've really impressed and and been tested this year, twice by Oregon and then again by Texas. Um, So Michigan's got its hands full, and you wouldn't expect anything less than the national championship. I think four and a half as a favorite, at least that's what it was yesterday, is is fair. But uh, it's another one of those coin flip games. And, uh, you know, Michigan's proven a lot to this point, but you still got one more to go. And uh, one week, uh, now just five days to prepare. Michael Penix Jr. is the best quarterback they've faced all year. Uh, I don't think there's any debate about that. Uh, I think you know, there's no doubt. I, I think by far he's the best quarterback in college football this year. How Jaden Daniels beat him out because of loaded stats. That's not what the Heisman is about. Jaden Daniels didn't beat anybody. Panic. some of his throws, they have five receiving options. And we watch what they've done to Michigan State, right? 
And again, Michigan State wasn't any good, but I just right. uh, I'm worried about panics. Uh, I think it's going to be in Texas tried it and it backfired and they got down. They were going to try and control the clock, eat some clock. You don't want to try and get in a 59-52 game with Washington. You need to look at that Washington State-Washington tape where Washington did score late to win 24-21. That's the type of number they need a game in the 20s to win. Yeah, I think you would much prefer that if you're Michigan because that means your defense, uh, which has been fantastic and played a heck of a game against Alabama and a different challenge with Milrose leg. Uh, but that would, that would mean that your defense held up. And, you know, so I think that would be ideal. But at the same time, huge, I mean, this offense, you know, I know they won't be going up against the Alabama defense, which is the good news. But, you know, you still got to be able to keep up if, if you do have to answer some scores, uh, you know, in this game. Because Washington, like you said, can score in a hurry. So you prefer to play it in the 20s. I think that would favor Michigan. But at the same time, you got to be prepared to uh, move the ball put touchdowns on the board and maybe win a game 42-41 or something like that because um, you're just going to need it all to click in this game, uh, I would say. And, uh, you know, you just can't trust that their offense, even if it comes down to the end, isn't going to, to score because Penix is that good and those receivers are that good. And Kalen DeBoer, their head coach, who's been impressive to me since he was at Indiana as the offensive coordinator, I mean, he just designs things so well. So that's a really – tough offense to stop so I think Michigan's offense has to be ready to uh, you know maybe it won't be 27-20 they, they still got to find a way to win hey man Clayton safe you can follow everything leading up to Michigan Washington Monday night for the college football national championship in Houston at the Wolverine.com in game post game everything Michigan at the Wolverine.com Clayton appreciate the time uh, we'll talk soon take care talk to you soon